Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars Sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, or Matt Rebo, and joining me here as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon is the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. He's a European champion, kind of. It's Luke Bly, Master Blywalker. How you doing, mate? 100% 100% mate, 100% <laughs> European champions, yes. mate, congrats to all other Man City fans out there, um, oi oi Savaloy, yeah I've actually, for the first time in a while, got Cheeky Birio while recording, filth bag? I know, I've got, a, I know. I've got a blue machine super smoothie boosted with vitamins, Oh, it's naked, very, naked, very different, mm. very different, but we'll take it mate, you're, you're on a high, it's fine, I'm on a, I'm on a high, I'm on a high, and then, and then this week, uh, Star Wars slaps us around the face once again oh. by dropping news that this little game, little indie game by Ubisoft is coming out. Star Wars Outlaws. Uh, what? Where? What? From? How? What? Why? When? Mate, 2024. This, there was rumours that Ubisoft's open world game, of which this is that, was coming in March 2024. And we kind of thought... I know I did. I thought there is no way this game is coming next year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then, mm-hmm. like you say, Star Wars and Lucasfilms came out. Lucasfilm Games slapped me right around the face of a wet kipper and said, 2024. And not just that, we're going to give you a trailer and some gameplay. How do you like them bones, mate? Maybe got a trailer and gameplay. It's apparently the story of Smuggler K. Vess between The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Mm. And yet it's coming to consoles and PCs in 2024. Um, massive. This is massive. This is That's huge. That's also who's, uh, who's the operating system or whatever, isn't it? It's massive as well. The game, the game allows you to just like pilot a ship into the space and then jump to light speed and then you're on another planet and it's a big you know this is a this is a a big undertaking isn't it to create something like this and what what are your because at the the moment and we're we're doing this up top you know we're going to get to obi-wan kenobi don't you worry about that but you know up up top you know uh, what are your thoughts with with this game you know are you excited for it do you think it looks decent um, I am now that I've seen some of the gameplay. What I, what I'll say is when I the first thing I saw was the kind of promotional key art they dropped, and I yep. thought, "Wow, that doesn't look very mm. good." It's, there's yep. something about the poster, the key art, which just looks a bit. It's like it looks a bit ropey. It looks a little bit kind of middle grade. Um, then right. I saw the trailer and I thought, "Okay, this looks this looks tidy. I like the premise. I have you know where it, where it's set in the timeline. I'm sure we'll mention again, but the trailer looked good. But again it's it's rendered cinematics it's it's meant to look good yeah then we saw the gameplay trailer and you and i watched um half of it together yeah. and i liked it i liked it it felt it felt different enough from what ea have given us in fallen order it felt a little mm-hmm. bit like fallen order survival with battlefront mixed in and it and then its own thing as well i think it looks good mate from what we saw 
I like the um, the mechanics look good. The in-game options in terms of your weapons, stances, and stealth mode looks good. The You can pilot a ship. I don't know how open world it's going to be. Of course, we don't know. They are really hanging their hat on it being the first ever open world Star Wars game. And we saw a couple of planets that we know about. We saw Kajimi, which made me very happy. We saw Akiva, which is from the Aftermath novels. That's where it came from. Loving it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a mm-hmm. couple of new ones as well. But I, I was digging it, mate. I, I thought it looked good. I do have a few reservations about it being in the Imperial Rebel era again. It's kind of a bit same old, same old. But And the Pikes, mm-hmm. you know, stop trying to make the Pikes a thing. But I liked <laughs> it an awful lot. I'm excited yeah. for it, mate. What about you? Are you going to now tell me you think it looks rubbish? No, I, I think it, uh, uh, similar to yourself. I don't think necessarily the logo and the key art is, 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 you know, the best they could have put out. I think they could have made it a bit, a bit more cooler. It's a little bit, the logo even looks very, a bit solo ish. And I think that's intentional. Mm, it's meant I to think be a smugglers, a, 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 a smugglers game, really, yep. which kind of leads me to my next kind of point i suppose um you know when it when it comes to open world games some of my favorites were always always set in the fantasy genre you know the elder scrolls games skyrim yeah. oblivion and i in in those games you really get to pick who you are you know you you yes. pick what you look like you pick your name and you pick really what destiny your character takes mm-hmm. whether that's you know not doing the main story you know, there's a main story but you can just not do it you can just like go yeah not for me and go <laughs> join the thieves guild around. and become a thief yeah you can then join the fighters guild and become like a bounty hunter and mm-hmm. yeah that's that's in my head when people say open world game that's what it is and maybe that's wrong of me to think that but you know all in all i'm i'm intrigued i'm excited it's another star wars game it's another star wars yeah. game under ea we just didn't have this we didn't have this and now we have lucasfilm games you're able to just create all of these titles you know so it is to me it feels a little bit like that you know 2000s era where we were just getting yeah. star wars games lucas arts like, it, it, it's the second coming of that where we're like right yeah lucas arts nope it's now lucasfilm games I and see. we're going to be getting a lot of different interpretations of a galaxy far far away so all in all mate i'm 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 very excited and that gameplay it did get me a little bit more excited it mm. did look really good the choices yeah. i like the choices of you know are you going to do this or are you going to do that choose and then you know that determines how a character will react and i love that sort of rpg element very good very good yeah i like what i've seen mate you know me i'll have a bit of lore we've we've seen akiva going about to kajimi we've only seen it in taros mm. it looks mm-hmm. like in the trailer canto bite was shown as well which is fits bit of me uh canto bite yeah. so it looks like we're going back mm-hmm. to and t- tatooine we're going to go back to tatooine but so we're going to get to kind of open world explore these places we've only seen like in if for a couple of minutes in a film each or, or a book or something that excites me as well so uh yeah as someone who doesn't really play games especially open world ones because you know they can become like quite an assault on the senses i'm very very yeah. excited to be thrown in a star wars open world game that, that's just my bias but I, i'm very excited for it no, no, no. I'm, I'm the exact same. That's the reason why we're super excited for it, isn't it? Because we can play as KVS and just like jump into a galaxy far, far away. We've not really been able to do that with, 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 with this much 
freedom or what's being promised as this much freedom. Yes, it is story ever. Driven. We really? know that they, they, there is a story to it, but I think, like to your point, I think you can go and do your own things too. I'll say this though: uh, last week, I d- was able to complete the main story of Jedi Survivor, and it does feel like oh, to you know, to top this is it's going to take a lot. Oh, you do. Because we haven't spoken about it. I'm sure we will I do. Know. Maybe, maybe I know. not on here because of spoilers and all that. But uh, mm-hmm. we need to talk about that because I've been waiting to talk to Luke about that game for a long time. I've had to talk to everybody else, Eamon and the gang and everybody else. But I will speak to my boy about it. I'm glad yeah. you finished it though, mate. But it is no. wicked that you've just finished that. And within, what, a, half a week, we've got a trailer and a gameplay for a new game. And, you know, shout out to Lucasfilm Games and Ubisoft for for, mm-hmm. for for dropping this they dropped the art a trailer and gameplay bish bash bosh organized there's no messing about now that that screams confidence to me mate which Ooh. having a multi-studio contract like they now have you know there's an ex- no, no exclusivity anymore we we can expect this more and more now like you say different interpretations we don't have to wait four or five years for the next jedi survivor sequel because we're going to get a few games probably in between that it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan, especially if you're a video gamer as well, mate. Matt, I've just realised there is a bird on my ledge. Oh, it's flown off now. I was going to say, is it your before. turn to get the birds? I never nope. <laughs> I never saw that before. Like, there was just a crow just standing on my I can see him looking. I was opposite. like, am I saying <laughs> something really bad? Because he was just looking everywhere else but at the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, mate, no, mate. Uh, listen, listen, quickly, before, before we go to the Galactic News round and, you know, the main discussion, uh, we just got a quick cheeky shout out to our latest patron, Matt Chitty, who has joined at the Sith Lords are our speciality. Sith Lords <laughs> are our speciality. What a lad. Thank you so much, Mr. Chitty. You absolute naughty boy. And I assume, because we always see him there, we will see Matt Chitty at London Film and Comic Con Olympia in oh. London from the 7th to the 9th of July. Oh. Because uh, 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 not only is Matt Chitty going to be there, but also Tim Morrison, he's going to be there. From a Polynesian spa. Yes. Oh, yes. chitty, chitty, bang, bang, we love you. Yes, we do. Thank you very much for signing up, mate. You know what's coming. We hope you enjoy everything we've dropped, everything that's dropping this month, and everything we're going to drop over the next few months and eternity. We hope you enjoy it, mate. John, honestly, signing up at that tier generally means an awful lot to us. So thank you, yeah. mate, and hope to see you, well, within four weeks, you big old yeah. dog. But uh, <laughs> speaking of London, I can hear something which uh, which comes straight from London. It's the sounds and the chimes of Big Ben Kenobi, which I know and you know only means one thing, mate. What is it? You know it. You love it. Uh, it's Galactic oh. News Round. <sighs> Ahsoka will premiere on Disney Plus on Wednesday, the 23rd of August. According to rumours, Idris Elba is being eyed as the villain in the upcoming New Jedi Order film. And scientists from the University of Birmingham have described the newly discovered Bebop system as Tatooine-like as planets in the system orbit around two suns. (laughs) 
Hi, I'm Ken Absog, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Before leaving, we do have one more announcement. After secrets and fibs and not being able to talk about it, I am thrilled to bring out a beloved member of the Star Wars family. Music swells. Kathleen, can you ask me in front of all of these people, all of these witnesses, can you please ask me, am I going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Ewan? Yes? Are you going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Yes. I just thought I'd join in there, mate. Was that the you? Crowd. Yeah, it was, was me. That was me, mate. Obi Wan Kenobi. That feels like a lifetime ago now. That Kathy Kennedy introduced you and McGregor on the stage at D23 and allowed him to finally say yes. Stop asking me. I am going to be Obi Wan Kenobi again. Mm. But the hype was real for this show. Uh, it's been it's been and gone though, mate. It's now been one whole. This is ridiculous. One whole year since Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi dropped. Firstly, wow, where's the time gone? I remember we, we, we sat there to watch both of them. I remember doing the recaps and getting excited week on week and have our, having our issues here and there of the show. Mm-hmm. So now we've had a little year to marinate in the filth. That is Obi-Wan Kenobi. And we're going to look back on it now. The good, the bad, the ugly. Have our thoughts changed? Can we bring something new to the table? What's the impact been? All that good stuff. So, Lukey boy, can you remember... Way back when, when episode six of Obi-Wan finished and we kind of had a chance to look at the entire season. Can you remember your thoughts back then? And now, a year later, what are your thoughts on the show mm. now? Is it now, whoa, B1 Kenobi or no, B1 Kenobi? <laughs> yeah, back then, how, then and now. When did you write that down? Did that... Straight off the mic. All off yeah. the mic. Okay, all right, Loves all right, all right. Well, listen, there's a lot to unpack there. But I think, you know, initially, I've got to say, I think that people either forget or maybe even underestimate just how much hype there was behind an Obi-Wan Kenobi series or film or film. Yep. You know, whatever that looked like. It was hugely anticipated hugely anticipated and naturally and again understandably with that comes like huge expectations doesn't it yeah this is obi-wan kenobi man this is a character that's been integral for to to all of the star wars films one two nine yeah and that you know that's um that's the opposite to the mandalorian yeah, that's the opposite to something like The Mandalorian. Especially when you think of The Mandalorian Season 1. The Mandalorian Season 1 doesn't really affect the galaxy 
on a whole, does it? Really? You could take it or leave it. And that's yeah, kind of the charm much. of it. It, it, in my opinion, inevitably leads toward a, a larger story. Arguably, it should. Arguably, you know, that's not, that's not gospel though. You know, I get yeah, why some people might not want that. But honestly, mate, just going back to my first point, you, you couldn't like turn a page on the internet, so to speak, without seeing like rumors of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, could you? You couldn't. Yeah, no, no, you're right. You're true. It's true. It was Hayden everywhere. Christensen. Hayden Christensen's coming back as Darth Vader. You know, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen are going to be battling it out. And we're like, what is, you know, is this, could it, could they do that? You know, After it's 15 uh, what, years. What, 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 what's it, what's it going to be? What's this show going? Yeah. What's the contest? What's it going to look like? Are they going to be inquisitors? And again, I, you know, I just, I just want to re-emphasize those expectations were very, very, very big, very big. This, this show, maybe, had uh, a, a, an impossible task. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It had, a, it had a tough, it had a tough, a tough kind of cookie to crack mate Mm -hmm. yeah because everyone's Mm -hmm. idea of who kenobi is is different maybe you've got the original trilogy people prequel trilogy people um it was huge do you remember all of that time yeah mate but fondly as well i remember Mm. um looking out for story bits not necessarily leaks but you know who's going to be in it what's kumeo and anjani's character going to be like indira varma who's she playing obviously moses ingram uh, and the Inquisitor manned them. How are they going to come across? I remember all of the array about the Grand Inquisitor's loaf and the size of it and all this oh kind word. of stuff. But that that comes of the territory of, well, fandom, but Star Wars fandom completely. But I do remember, mate, it's just, it was, it's big news. It, it's been, it'd been marinating and festering away for so long now. Mm. Obviously, we just heard you and was desperate to be able to say, yes, I'm doing it again. And the fans as well. It's a story that we've wanted because there is fertile ground for storytelling there. What happened to Obi-Wan between Revenge of the Sith when he essentially lost everything to when we see him in A New Hope when he's aged about 80 years, but he is a wise kind of hermit. He's a wizard. So what's happened in between that time? There is story to be told. And, you know, dare I say, there may still be more story to tell. So I think it was a necessary show. And I think that's why we got excited as well because of the potential. But... It didn't. I know people will argue and say, "Oh, whatever," but it didn't feel like a, a complete cash grab. If you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just, oh, mm-hmm. let's get the band back together. We'll make up a story. You got twenty years almost between three and four. There's plenty of story to tell there. Now, obviously, the question is, did they did they handle it well, mate? Did they do it? Did did they execute <laughs> the story well? That's, that's obviously the question we'll get into, my man. But um, I remember when it, when all was said and done being quite you know blown away by part six for obvious reasons yeah and i think this year has helped and a rewatch we've both rewatched the show i think that's helped as well because coming off of part six we're on a high but being able to watch it and kind of binge through it a little bit as well not waiting week on week has opened my eyes to a few things good and bad which i found quite interesting so i'm excited Mm. to hear then mate a year on are you still happy with the show or have you watched it and thought i don't know man yeah, yeah. There's there's something about this show that is without a doubt magical. Whether it's seeing Ewan back, seeing mm. Hayden back, seeing clone troopers, seeing a, a, a Order sixty six from a different perspective, 
um, there's, there's, there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack. And I think at the time when it came out last year, our, our recaps were pretty, pretty complimentary to, to the show and, you know, understandably. Yeah, understandably so. I think on average, you know, I gave it the highest score compared to any of our other recaps, you know, mm-hmm. compared to Andor and Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. What I found interesting was I've, it, since its release, I've rewatched this series the least. Okay. I've, I've, with the exception of the main, you know, title music, I listen to the music the least. Right, there's the, mm-hmm. the, the, this this series for whatever reason. Well, we're going to dive into that. It didn't pull me back into the universe. I, I, I rewatched the finale, I think once or twice, or scenes from the finale once or twice. But a full rewatch, I've only done in recent weeks, and and even then, sometimes, sometimes it, it you know it didn't it didn't pull me in. I didn't go, oh mate, I can't wait to watch the next episode. You know, I can't wait to do that. Oh, I've got a spare. Got a spare hour? Yeah, I'll stick a bit of Kenobi on. Did I didn't always get that feeling. I did sometimes, but I didn't always get that feeling. Um, all in all, I think, yeah, in some ways it's a success, and in other ways, it 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 needed a bit more time. Needed a bit more time to, you know, let it bake in the oven, let the ideas come out. And maybe, dare I say, I'm gonna say it now, I'm gonna say it now, maybe it should have been a film. Oh, oh, yeah. he's coming out of the blocks there, mate, aren't he? Coming yeah. out of the blocks, son. I know. Um, I'm sorry, no, mate. A, good a lot of people say that, don't they? A lot of people are, are saying, I would agree with you, I think. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. And that's mm. fine. <laughs> that's fine. What do you think, mate? Would you, I mean, where'd you start? Where'd you start? I mean, I've got, I've got all my notes here. I've got all my notes here, you know, from my rewatch. And- dirty amount of notes, but... It, I'm not an, annoyingly because I, I always want to try and be a contrarian, but I can't be. I'm very similar to you in that when I rewatched it, I think I watched the first three episodes and mm-hmm. then didn't watch it for about a week. Yeah. And then thought, oh, I better watch it because we've got to cover it for the sessions. You know, we're pros all along. And it, and it wasn't coming from a place of kind of malice or, or, or anything like, oh, this is awful. I don't want to watch it. It was just. I don't know, that, like you say, the draw wasn't there, it, despite the fact that it's you and Hayden, Darth Vader, Obi-Wan, and everything else that goes with it. I just wasn't getting that the rush to rewatch mm-hmm. it. Now, I will say, to your point, I agree with, I, I rewatched the finale, you know, semi-regularly. I do enjoy that one an awful lot. I mean, who doesn't? Come on, come on. Yeah, but, oh, mate. You know, I've watched Handel more. You know, some of the episodes I've watched, gone back to watch different episodes of Mando and Dare I Say, even some of the wackier ones from Boba Fett more. And I don't know why yep. that is, because I don't hate this show whatsoever. I genuinely, I, I, I do enjoy Obi-Wan Kenobi. What makes me saddest, though, is as a as a guy from the prequel generation like you, I wish I could say now that this was it. This was mm-hmm. the show. This is everything we wanted or sorry, everything I wanted, I'm blown away by it. It it hit me in all the feels all the time, and it wasn't, dare I say, wasted potential. But I can't say that. I can't within myself say this was everything I thought it could be. Let's change it from being everything I wanted because that's entitlement. Everything Mm -hmm. I thought it could be. And I do think there is potential which has gone awry here. I do think the, the way the story deviated, I do think that for me, to counter your point though, I think yep. this should have been longer. 
Six episodes just seems odd, considering the others are eight at least. I think there should have been at least eight episodes, because you can then do all the other things with the Inquisitors, with Little Leia and Obi-Wan. But you've got another two episodes. You can maybe give us another one. Maybe give us one with Vader as he's kind of internalizing what is going on here. Or just with the Inquisitors, with Daddy Vader leading them. We saw, um, we see Obi-Wan and Roken, um, uh, O'Shea Jackson's character kind of rallying the troops in one bit. Would have been nice to see that from the other angle as well. And really make it kind of like a him v him scene, but we didn't get that, mate. Listen, it couldn't be all things for all people, and that is the main that is the main thing. Right, me as a realism right. realist like you understand that. I know lots of people wanted to see Darth Vader be this character, and people wanted to see Obi Wan be that character. People didn't want Reaver in there. Whatever, fine. It couldn't be all things for all people, but I do think Deborah Chow tried her best to give everybody a bit of everything. We saw dastardly Darth. We saw you and Obi-Wan, sorry, like retreat within himself and be haunted. We saw little Luke. We saw inquisitors. We saw action. We saw things we wanted. It's just how well it was put across, mate. So I genuinely think I enjoyed it. I did. I really, really do dig this show and I get the feels. It feels like a bit of wasted potential though, mate. Yeah. I understand that. I really do understand that, and I th- I, th- I think I see eye to eye with you. Hot take, hot take. I you know I know it's relatively early on, but dare I say I, I I'm not I'm not convinced now with hindsight that Deborah Chow was the right person for this job. Oh, go on, explain, my friend. The floor is I yours. Know. Because whenever I have issues with this show, you know, I I, I started to notice. Mm-hmm. A, a, a recurrence you know i started to notice a, a a correlation and a lot of time it's it's either writing or direction and deborah's kind of involved in both of those to some of degree course, less yeah. so the writing but you yeah, know yeah. Some, sometimes i think ah oh, you know what i think i think maybe someone else could have helmed this project i don't know who and that's not really my job mm-hmm. um but listen, let's let's because I'm I'm very aware, you know, that we could sit here and just tear the show apart, and that's not what we're doing, and that nope. that, that nope. is not what we're doing. You know, there is a lot in this show that we love and absolutely adore. In fact, I'd go as far as to say, there's sometimes this show does the best job of feeling feeling like the most Star Warsy Star Wars we've had, yeah, maybe I even since the Disney that. acquisition. Yeah, there's just there's just moments, and you know I'm going to revisit that thought later. But for me, mate, I, I I thought, well, let's maybe go over some of the parts. I'll go over what I thought of each part, you know, the episodes. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, you give me yours, and we can bounce off each other's ideas, okay. you know, and, and, and thoughts and opinions, and see where we differ. Maybe I thought part one was fantastic. On rewatch, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I actually think there's maybe not even a lot wrong with it. It's mm-hmm. very, very good. Um, Obi Wan in a really bad state of mind, um, you know, really brings back that that Luke in the Last Jedi vibes, and you you completely understand the context to it because we were there. We saw yeah. Revenge of the Sith. We saw that. You know, uh, part two is is decent i enjoyed part two some of it is a bit cheesy right you start to see a few you know little signs of weakness yeah kumail nanjiani's uh character what was his name again 
Um, Harja Estri. Harja. Harja. Oh, my word. So cheesy. So <laughs> cheesy. So <laughs> cheesy. Complete miscast. Complete miscasting. Yeah. I just think, no. No, 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 no. This guy's a swindler. He is cheating people. You know, he's not just going to be busting a joke, is he, every five minutes? And that's all he does. That's all he does. He, you know, this guy does not have any gravity to him because he's joking all the time, even when he's a little bit serious. No, 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 no. On, 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 on rewatch, I thought, nah, this sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Reva, and we'll get to Reva, I'm sure. But re- some of Reva's like flipping and stuff. I, th- I, th- I think we covered this on the recap. Yeah. Is so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Front facing backwards parkour and all that. Like, lads. Lads, yeah, just follow how it works. <laughs> you know, elsewhere, it's a, it's those little things that almost just take me personally out of the situation. Okay. However, part two, really, really th- th- thoroughly enjoyed, all in all. Uh, part three, I know this isn't everyone's cup of tea, but part three I thought was outstanding. I adore the part episode. That's uh, Mapuzo, isn't it? Yes, and it's quite conversationally. Yeah, yes. you get you get I some remember. nice cheeky moments between Leia and Obi Wan, and mm. you know, did you know my parents? Oh, you my father, and I there's. Wish I could say it, I was. I loved that on first watch, and you know, on this rewatch, this dedicated rewatch, I again thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, part four. Now, this is where we start to get a little bit ropey, I think, and this is what you might have alluded might have alluded to earlier. And of course, I'm looking forward to hearing what you you say, mate. Reva just, I think, falls apart. This is Nur, isn't it, mate? Nur, yeah. um, Part four. <laughs> Reva just feels like the weak link. And yep. at the time, you know, last year there were so many atrocious things being said about Reva, disgusting things, just like straight up racism, and you yep. know, it that just sucks. You know, and it, it 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 almost felt like you you we we were in her corner. It felt like oh no, come on, like let's support the character. And I th- I think I remember even last year saying I really hate what's going on. You know, the real world stuff, yeah, which was, we usually yeah, try yeah. to avoid, mate. We we usually try to avoid covering a lot of stuff like that. We haven't got the energy and, quite frankly, waste the time to cover it. And you know, let the idiots be idiots. Don't give them more of a platform. You know. But in this instance, mate, I couldn't help but think, no, again, I think this is a, I don't think, A, she's the right actress for the role. Um, and B, the storyline starts to, to to just repeat itself again, you know? And you're like, hang on, what's the, what's, what's the thing here? I think, I think I wrote later down in my notes that, you know, you cut out Reva's story from episode four onward and it doesn't really change anything. Really? Yeah. I know what you mean. You know, mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. and there's just a few lines, you know, unless of course you're lying. <laughs> you got admit you're off the a, spy. Nine, a nine-year-old acted her off the floor there. Then you admit you're a spy. <laughs> oh, mate. Of course I am. What? 
what? <laughs> you know, I don't know, mate. I don't know. You have to call uh, it out, mate, don't you? It's I love Moses does. Ingram and that, but and I want everyone to succeed. But just as much as I'd absolutely berate Hayden or 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 even you in the prequels, hang on, how did this happen? We're smarter than this. Yeah, you're gonna we, we'll do. You got to do it for anyone, and it's unfortunately. I'll, when I when I get onto my bit, I'll say a few things. But I think she did well. But I don't think she did was handed the best dialogue or the best scenes of which to show her talents. Touche, touche. I still think I would have got someone else. That's fair enough, big boy. I still think that, and um, you know, I think that cemented part part five. The throwback, oh my days! I love it, and I love how it's it's weaved throughout the episode. You know, it's giving you something that mm. Obi Wan is leaning on, and he's going, "Yeah, well, if you rem- I, this is how I know him. I know him so well." And that scene is just—it's everything about Obi Wan and Anakin's relationship. Uh, but oh my days, just de-age it, <laughs> just de-age it. Please. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We know you've got wizards over there at Lucasfilm, man, and ILM. You guys are the best. You guys are the best in the world. You got that. You got that. I, but again, the way it's sprinkled throughout the episode is delicious. I thought episode five, the volume's more noticeable. There are some dodgy lines again with Harja, even Hoken at times. The shaky cam is getting a little bit you're crazy not a fan at of that, times. Are you? And you're like, hang on, let's slow it down a little bit, <laughs> love. You know, come on. Come on. Um, I thought it was a bit dark, a bit faded at times. Again, there maybe I'm maybe I'm just being um a little bit a little bit harsh at this point. But I I, I think this is a, this is at the point where I'm like, I think Deborah Chow's out of a out of a depth a little bit here. You know, um, but no, there's some really cool twists. Reva just ultimately wanted to kill Anakin. That's it. You know, yeah. the, in, um, yeah, it, people coming back to life. It's no. amazing what revenge does to someone's determination to survive. We're going to leave you <laughs> in the gutter. Well, we found you. <laughs> little pinker, little pinky. Oh, no, yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Good, goodbye. Papa's just, just standing there thinking, what are you talking about for? What are we doing? <laughs> Vader, Vader's literally just stabbed Reva and gone, yeah, I'm good. And then this guy comes in, prancing about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, mate. I don't know. The, the okay. duel is sick. The duel between them is sick. There are some really cool moments here. Really, really cool moments in this part. Now, part six. Oh, it, you know... Everything just comes together, doesn't it? Everything comes together, and it's it's not always perfect. But you know, Owen and Baru, outstanding, oh. outstanding. Come on. Come on. The banter is outstanding. Well, I wasn't going to give a blaster. You're a blaster, layer. You're <laughs> ten years old. You know, I'm like, oh no, that works. That yep. worked for me. That works. It, it's just there's a, there's a noticeable step up in quality. The duel, outstanding. Um, the Reaver thing surviving a little bit weird. Maybe it's a bit Star Warsy though. I, I, you know, I don't know. Is it is it to push Leia's story? I don't know. Um, mm. Palpatine appearing, fantastic. I felt like the ending oh, is basically perfect, right? Emotionally, yes. emotionally, 
all right, not always logically, but emotionally, it felt more fulfilling than something like The Rise of Skywalker. Yes. You know, Obi-Wan yes. finally accepting himself, moving out of his cave, you know, his own mental prison. And he's accepting that Anakin's fall wasn't just because of him. And he owns that. And it solves, you know, the Obi-Wan show solves a lot of a lot of issues, really, for, or, or even retcons from the prequels that mm-hmm. are maybe a bit confusing in the original. So I'll come back to that. That's basically my overview of the parts. Okay. Tell me how wrong I am. Am I? Tell me I'm being too negative, mate. Hundred percent. I don't. I don't, I don't want to just say a moan. No, mate. This I, is a lot. I loved about this. I'll, this I'll, is your opinion, yeah. mate. I'm not going to try and tell your opinions wrong or anything like that because there will be people out there who agree, who might not agree. But that's the beauty of it. This is just life. We're talking about something we enjoy talking about, but we're not going to love all of it. Um, so no, right. I'm not. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong, mate. I, I respect your opinion more than more than anyone's. Part one. Yeah. Love it. I've said that since day one. It's one of my favourite episodes of the um, series season. When I did my favourite episodes of the streaming series on my Patreon show, Jibber Jabber with Jabber the Hud, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Love it. I, you know, I said for Obi-Wan, my favourite episode is part six because how could it not me? But it was pushed quite away by part one because part one gave me what I thought I wanted, you know, that introspective look at the broken man. And we saw Bale and then we saw little Leia and things like that. But then we also saw little Leia running through the woods, out outpacing those pirates, which I thought was <laughs> just, just looks abysmal. Um, there, right. there are things in there. They're the kind of things in the season, which I can't get behind, but uh, part one really, really enjoyed that. It's longer than I remember it being as well. And more happens yeah. when I was watching, it, I thought, Oh, here it ends here. Oh no. You know, Bale's going to call. Oh no, it's not finished yet. He's going to turn up and then he's got to go to the spaceport. It's a lot of that goes on. Part one, very, very good. Part two on Dayu, I enjoyed again, uh, second time round. I liked going to a different, uh, a different biome, if you will, a cityscape that isn't cityscape, Coruscant. mate. Cityscape, cityscape. Come I love it, mate. Come that on. kind of Blade Runner, your dystopian, futuristic vibes. I'm here for it. Neon drenched, and I think in that kind of environment, mm-hmm. the volume can get away with a few things. There were mm-hmm. a few shots where you can tell. That you know the the simply the blocking just isn't good enough, and it's the same f- later on at like the blocking of where can you put the camera to try and get as many people in as possible, whatever. Nah, it 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 it, it really did show, and I know we've spoken about COVID, so I don't want to be you know um, cacking on people's work because there was right. extenuating circumstances and variables to this. However, going to call it what it is. Some bits look bad, but I love you know Leia and Obi Wan's relationship when she's like. He's like, if anyone asks, I'm your dad. And she's like, yeah, granddad, maybe. What? Oh, oh no, nothing. <laughs> and about, oh, put the gloves away. You don't need the gloves. Oh, I'll take the gloves as well. Yeah, just fun yeah, little stuff like it's that. It's quite sweet. I think it that's was quite sweet. sweet. And Vivian, Vivian Lyra Blair, she's, she's wonderful. Uh, I saw her in a film the other day. She's really very good in that as well. She's a real star up and coming. And I think she really nails Carrie Fisher's manner. It's like, like a little Carrie Fisher, obviously not Carrie as we know, but sh- you can tell that this little kid grows to become the layer that we know uh part three um i i dug most of this like you i love the conversational parts where people just talk and the dialogue wasn't mm-hmm. all bad in mm-hmm. this when mm-hmm. they're talking about layers past when obi-wan's explaining more about himself and the fact that he had a brother he thinks but he doesn't really remember it's things like that it being introduced to tala i really like the character of tala as well i think she was a good introduction and how she inspires or influences Leia going forward i think it's very important um another issue i have is freck 
that kind of like mole faced geezer who's driving the bus. Just don't just make give him subtitles. Make him an alien. Just give him subtitles. Foreign. Was, give him yeah, Hatties or something. Exactly, yeah. or, or something. Yeah. I was what, yeah. what was I watching? I don't know. I was watching something Star Warsy. It may have even been something like Survivor or something. And there are aliens yes. speaking in like, their local tongue. And I thought, yeah, this is this is it. So little little things like that which stood out, and also the classic: why didn't Obi Wan just walk around the fence? Uh, well, because the volume was in the way, type thing. So <laughs> Vader versus Obi Wan, great. You know, Vader just absolutely handing mm. it to Obi Wan, like horror as well. You know, walk through. I remember the first time being generally kind of scared as yes. Darth Vader stalking the streets like an old horror icon of old, like your Jason or your Michael Myers. And he is taking no prisoners, no mercy in order to drag Obi-Wan from his hiding place because he knows what will get Obi-Wan out. Compassion. Yep. His need to yep. be you know, the hero. What a scene. And then, of course, dragging him through the fire. That is a brutal shot for a Star Wars. Dragging mm. a man through the fire and watching him burn. The neck people snapping ask, as well earlier on, on the in the episode. Kids oh, as well. mate. And people Wild. ask, why didn't, why didn't Vader put the fire out and chase Ned B? Because the story said he didn't have to fine whatever i can overlook that uh part four wonderful to see nerf from jedi fallen order i love the synergy it it looked a lot better in the game from the outside but the inside it's just exactly what i thought it looked like you know it's five years on from since when cal uh infiltrated the base of course they've given it some upgrades and make it made it look a little, a little tighter in security i really mm-hmm. enjoy the look of it i love the idea of this jedi tomb they have um and i yeah. liked obi-wan rediscovering the force but yeah the interrogation scene with reva and leia i think was weak source because i think the writing's bad and i think again the framing the composition of the actors within the shot and where the camera is does not lend itself to uh, atmosphere or tension it, it, mm. it just didn't work Can compare it to i don't know a, a, an interrogation scene in and or maybe you know when you've Mate, got rain, um, rain or, or rain kylo and the force Ramiro, and um and my brother's favourite, Bix, that's it. Bix. What have, you know, Bix clean. If the camera just stands back and does, lets the actors do their mm. job, there's no, and also the writing is boss, but, so, ugh. and then episode five, Mapu, uh, not Mapuzo, on that, uh, Jabim, the volume destroys this for me because it's just so bad at times, at times. And I can hear people now saying, I'll oh, stop being a whiner. I get it. But you have to. I need to immerse myself in this thing sometimes, and I know how good these shows can look. You know, Reva and Obi Wan talking through a massive door. Fine. Uh, I love the Ob- the Order sixty six stuff. I love seeing Anakin and Obi Wan. I agree. Just just de age it. Just de age um, Hayden. Uh, Ewan is wearing the worst wig I've ever seen in a big. So we're on the same page. We're we're on the same page. Pretty that. much, yeah. Um, yeah. I, and again, I love I love Daddy Vader hot stepping at the end, doing his kind of like doing his disco moves, moonwalking around Reva using the Force. He didn't even need to use a lightsaber. And how badass it looked when he just ripped her saber in two and threw it on the floor. Yes, and then he stabs her. I thought that was the end. Part six, superb. When this show got it right, it destroyed most other Star Wars things in the last ten years or so. When it yeah. got it right, Vader it versus right. Obi Wan, brilliant. Leia saying goodbye to Obi-Wan at the end. You, me, uh, Alex Jessup crying. Star Wars celebration when well, they showed that. Because I was, was going to bring that up. Well, yeah, yeah well, okay, we'll get to that bit then. But yeah. it was, again, well written, well acted. It felt like a mm. release, the music, um, seeing, seeing Qui-Gon again. It, all these little moments, all these little kind of conversion to one. 
Again, I just wish I hadn't cut away from the Vader and Obi-Wan stuff for what was essentially a an unnecessary plot point of Reva chasing Luke, because Luke ain't going to die. Neither's uh, Uncle Owen or Aunt Beru. They're not going, so nothing, nothing mattered. Don't cut away from the moment we've all seen. I, I couldn't care if it was Qui-Gon versus Darth Maul's Force Ghost. Don't <laughs> cut away from Vader and Obi-Wan, because that's what we're here for, mate. So, in Is that a Darth Maul I see in the, in the distance, Obi-Wan? Is that a Darth Maul? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when, when the show hit, it hit hard. <laughs> and every episode has got something which is just bossing. Every yeah. episode has got something which is just awesome. Most have also got something which is, ah, I just wish they, I wish they hadn't done that. I wish they had an extra episode or two to stretch the story out. I kind of wish mm-hmm. Joby Harold hadn't written it because his filmography ain't great, but... There's a lot to love, and when when it hits, it hits harder than most Star Wars shows. But there are, for me, negatives which I just can't ignore, especially on second time round, mate. Just like you said, second viewing, or in some cases, third and fourth for certain episodes, I cannot ignore, and I will not ignore for the sake of clarity and honesty and transparency. I, I will it will not ignore what irks me. Now, the volume bits might not bother anybody else. Some of the choreography or the the agent might not bother anybody else, and I respect that. But it's noticeable. When it's noticeable, it's annoying because we know they mm. can do better. So mm. not a million miles off you, mate. Not a million miles. A few things here and there different though. Yeah, no, I hear you, mate. I hear you. That's 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 really good to hear, I think. I think it's really, really good to hear. Do you do you think they were like do you, do you think they were just aware that this really needed to to hit the high notes, you know, it really needed to mm. tick a lot of boxes. Uh, it needed to appeal to multiple generations of Star Wars fans. Like yeah. I said at the start, this was maybe, maybe one of the most anticipated Star Wars projects ever. And did that pressure get to the creators? You know, I'm not just pointing at Deborah Chow. I'm pointing to nope, I love all Debs, the producers, Kathy, uh, uh, you know, I'm pointing at everyone. And because Ewan this is the was same, a producer. This, and Ewan McGregor as a producer who got paid an absolute fortune, who absorbed <laughs> mm. a lot of the budget for yes, this he show. did. Yeah, thanks, that's thanks just Ewan. black and white. I'm just saying it how it is. Yeah, Fair play, mate. Fair play to you. But, you know, that's just how it is. Um but this this came out the same year as Andor. The same year as Andor, mate. It's unbelievable, and isn't it? It is. It's it's chalk and cheese. Um, and two different shows, uh, which we, we, we know is a fact anyway, but why is one why is the production on one so vastly different to the other? It's not even a case of, oh, why is one better? No, no, no. It's why is why does one have the production value of X and the other one have the production value of Y? That's what it boils down to. I think you needed the volume more for Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. You didn't need it for everything. I think the pressure did may have got to them a little bit, mate, because yeah. like we've both said, I think they try to appeal to all quadrants and everybody, and try yeah. to appease everybody. And they uh, and it, frankly, just you you can't do that in six episodes. And I think watching the six episodes for me, less maybe would have been more. You know, did we need? Mm a lot of the stuff and i'm not necessarily saying oh we don't need layer or we don't need hard or we don't need reaver you can still have those in there but did Mm -hmm. we need so much of what was going on like did we need reaver really going after luke because we know what's going to happen did we need layer to be captured again and picked up from nur again things like that where could time have been better spent 
elsewhere in the story. So I don't envy them because, like you said, the hype was real, mate. But there were mistakes made along the way. I think there was. Well, I would almost, going off the back of what you've just said, I'd almost go the other way and say, well, this series didn't need to be six episodes. Oh, because you say a film, which would be what? Three, Three? maybe four? Four? Yeah, mate. You, you know... Make it make it three or four, and you know you or a film, and you know you don't have to have the recapturing. You can you can bridge a lot of the the the, the themes here. Yeah, you can you can bridge a lot of those beginnings and and endings, and you know cut out a lot of fat. You know, mm-hmm. Reva does add an interesting um, element to you know this 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 Padawan that is really just ultimately manipulating the Empire's circumstance to try and get revenge on vader but you know yeah. I, I i think i realized that more in my rewatch and with you know a, a year of us talking about star wars helped mm-hmm. you know and everything in between but um I, I i i think that really really um it's not needed <laughs> It's it's, yeah. it's not needed. And it's open-ended now, isn't it? Her story is open-ended because she was allowed to leave because Obi-Wan's a Jedi. He's not going to kill her. It's a, you know, she knows who Darth Vader is. You know, she, her story is out there now. I think that's a huge, it's not a plot hole. That's not what it is whatsoever. It's an unresolved thread. That is yeah. huge. And they've got to do it. And Kathy's come out and said, look, we ain't, we ain't doing an Obi-Wan Kenobi 2. We ain't got no plans yeah. to. We, yeah. It was a limited series, a so one and done. We might we might absorb it into other shows, maybe, which you know isn't particularly very in- confidence inspiring. Because listen, this show got mixed reviews, but it got big views. You know, people mm. tuned in to watch mm-hmm. this show, which usually is enough for Disney or any major studio to be like, well, people wanted to watch it, so let's do more. But that was a big thread. What do you, do you think they'll ever tie that up in a? In another streaming series, and make like things like Reva or her story. I hope not. I I I I don't know where you tie it up, mate. You know, is there a need for it? Well, and it, uh, I won't even say need. Maybe there is a need for it actually. But is there a demand for it? Do what you, is that? Do you, as well? do you think the character, as you know, the character of Reva, has left an impression on the fandom and on the legacy of Star Wars? Um, honestly prop for the level-headed trop. fans no i don't think she has yet I, right. no because i don't the character the character was interesting like you said like just basically playing the long game just to get back at vader awesome great i think the writing let her down and you know at times uh, moses performance wasn't great as as was the same with a lot a few other performers in this show but no i don't think she has i know i think you know i think she's opened a door for a lot of people to see themselves on screen which i'm always here for but in terms of the character I don't think so, no, mate, which is why I think in Stuart Beatty, I believe his original draft, you know, Vader kills her at the end. He's like, right, you're gone. And for me, as much as I like the character to an extent, and I like Moses Ingram, I think they sometimes Star Wars needs to know when to call it a day. And the the whole redemption arc is wearing thin on me now. And it truly is. I do not want to see one of the next films where the bad guy turns good at the end and sacrifices him. It's getting old. And I didn't need to see Reva see the light and survive. You know what I mean? Just like, I mean, Ben Solo, he did redeem, but he didn't die. But he did die in the end, but he still got redeemed. It's the whole mm-hmm. redemption thing for me. So I, I wish Reva had just gone out like a BA, like an absolute badass. I wish he'd just gone just out. Just die. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, I wish you'd just been like Vader, you and me, let's do it. 
can't, uh, we know what's going to happen, but let's go out in a blaze of glory. Oh, yeah, I would, I would have loved that, but we didn't get that. But what about you, mate? Do you think, again, I'm talking about the level-headed fans, not the goons. You know, what, what impact has, well, not just Reva, but what impact has the series had as a whole? You know, how does this impact mm. how you see Darth and Obi? You know, what about Roken and the resistors, sorry, the, the rebel leaders now that are out there? And Interesting. The yeah. You know, how do you find them? Yeah, lay- layered question, mate. Lay- layered question. You Ooh, know, yes. I think I think like what we've alluded to throughout the episode and the main discussion. You know, when when this series is good, it's very good. The out the ending is outstanding. It's oh. it's near perfect, flawless at times. Yeah, the beginning. There, there are just moments where it lands. The whole thing just emotionally lands. Sometimes it surpasses understanding. Sometimes it surpasses logic. And you're like, yeah. you know what? I love it. And listen, hey, listen, if you, if you, the listener, love Reva and you love this series, you're not wrong. Yeah? Reva. You're not wrong. We're just, you know us. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. you maybe, maybe this is your first episode. If so, welcome. Hopefully you stick around. Hey. No pressure. No pressure. Leave us a review though. By the way, anyone listening, actually, we know loads of yous listen and don't leave reviews. Come What's on. going on? What's we going did. on? Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, please admit Do the it. absolute world. Wait. Thank you so much. Takes two seconds. Reva cut um, someone's hand off in the first episode. I love it. I know. I love, I wish we just got more unhinged Reva. Don't, don't, don't redeem her. Just just make her unhinged. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm fine. I'm with here that. for it. I'm. 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 The character's fine. It's how they used her. I think the legacy of this show will will actually still be more positive than negative. I think, I think some right. people, and I don't think this is necessarily the right attitude to have as fans. That's how I feel personally right now. Um, but all in all, I'm I'm very much happy that it happened. I'm very much happy that Ewan is there. I'm very happy that Hayden was 100%. there. Hayden Christensen, by the way, was phenomenal in Obi Wan Kenobi. His acting as Vader was 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 a highlight. To be honest, I'm yeah, not your failure, Obi Wan. Oh. Oh, Mate, yeah. on. <laughs> it, it, it's just it's 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 superb. It's superb, and I think I, I think to myself, no, yeah, mate, Hayden, yeah, mate, well done, mate. I'm proud. I'm very very proud. Thank yes. you for coming back, and thank you for knocking it out the park. Um, Leia, think about this. Leia knows who Ben Kenobi is in the New Hope, doesn't mm-hmm. she? Yeah, Ben Kenobi. Ben Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, right. What? How does she know who Ben Kenobi is? Obi Wan yep. Kenobi series addresses that, fixes that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Deborah. With Chow. a line. Yep, absolutely brilliant, brilliant. It, and it also wonderfully, wonderfully adds to why Leia and Han name their son Ben yep. in the sequel trilogy. You know, it makes that whole choice so much more personal than, you know, oh, yeah, there was this guy, Ben Kenobi. No, no, it's it was it was decades in the making. This is the this is the person that saved her and oh, she would have always remembered this man and and, and uh, once again it just comes down to that ending, you know. Um your when 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 can I, when Obi-Wan's talking to little Leia about, you oh. know, your your mother was this, this and this, and she's just sitting there. I'm like, oh my word, no, don't do it. 
Yeah, we did. We all did, didn't we? And 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 he goes, and your father. And I'm like, oh no. And the music, Leia's themes playing finally. And yeah, and then the force theme plays later. I mixed in with Obi Wan's. Man, come on, man! That that is some powerful stuff. And (laughs) you know, you got it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta almost question yourself, and I question myself to go. Well, listen, this show isn't perfect, but would I feel like that if it wasn't for the performance of this show? If it wasn't for those prior episodes, mm-hmm. you know, critically, I could think to myself, well, maybe, maybe, but you know, that's not what reality is, and it is what it is. You know, what what we still got. I'm left with these feelings at the end, and and that feeling is of a finale that is incredibly emotional incredible. and you know you know listeners you know maybe you know i love a good ending yeah i love a good ending he does this is one he of the best loves it yeah this is one of the best ever i hear you mate i hear you mate i'm, I'm a big softy now as well mate i cry at most things and i cry I, I i never used to cry at star wars but i do all the time now and that ending got me this is so well acted and vivian is such a sweetie but the way she embodies a character in the moment for me, mate, I think the series, again, the series, every episode had a banging moment in it. And I cannot say that about probably almost every other series or season. And I mean that as well. Like every episode of Kenobi had something which I was like, yep, I want to go on YouTube and just watch that bit. I don't have, I can't say that about other shows. I really can't. Yep. So yep. and so it might sound uber negative what, we've, what I've been saying maybe as well. I don't want to talk for yourself or, or, or paint you of that brush, but... I, I did really enjoy this show. It's just for me, there was they could have done just that bit more if they'd. I don't know. There's so many writers on this, and they went through so many rewrites and so many variations of its story that I, I love what they ended on with Vader actually being in it rather than Solo like Maul because we don't need that punk. We want Daddy. Uh, D- Daddy Vader is, is the only villain for this show. You cannot come back with anyone else. You've got to have Darth in it. And what it did, actually, is it really showed us behind the mask. And I mean kind of literally literally and figuratively as well. We see you know, what Vader, who Vader is, what he is behind the metal. We see him in the back to tank. He has yes. to, how many times does he have to use that to, to sustain himself? So we see, we see his hatred. We see his vulnerability. We see everything about him now. He's not just guy from prequel and then what he looked like in the uh, ot we now see what's behind it i really really dig dig that an awful lot i i, I do wish we'd got more of obi-wan and anakin literally mm-hmm. ewan and hayden i do wish we did mate i think people might have called it pandering or fan service but we would have lost our mind if we'd got more more scenes like we got in coruscant of the flashback also mate i've been i've been banging this drum for eternity and maybe not to layer, but I wish we'd just heard the name Padme, not your mother or I knew somebody. Oh. Why, you know, what, what did, why are they, why are they so averse to saying her name? Anakin because versus- maybe, maybe it puts her at danger of like who she actually is. Oh yes. Yeah, what I mean, don't tell Leia, but when you and sorry, when I keep calling him Ewan, when Obi-Wan is facing Anakin, that's when you oh. mention it. Something like oh. that. What, even, even something cheesy, but, you know, flesh it out a bit. What would Padme, what would Padme yeah. think if she could see, well, you know, that kind of thing. And then just, you yeah. know, the rage or how, how you see, or even when he's got his mask off, just so we can see his eye or maybe a tear in his eye as he mentions the word Padme, something rather than just skirting around the fact that, you know, Luke and Leia's mom had a name. Um, 
there was, yeah, and they always they always do. But I think so. so for, I like the prequel. Sometimes this can work on a macro level rather than a micro one. But I I, I really enjoyed this. I get the feels. I know it sounds like I don't, but I do. I, I really enjoy most things. I just think more so than the other shows. The things that stick out stick out more. Firstly, because mm. I just wanted it to win so badly, and also because the volume mm. does look terrible here. Some of the writing isn't great. Some of the performances aren't great. And some of the additions in terms of the story, I think, weren't necessary. But okay. overall, I enjoy it. The music, the main theme by John Williams, I adore. Absolutely adore that theme. Um, I, I think Natalie Holt did a very good job of the music throughout. Uh, it's Again, it, it's hard to top John Williams. And I think we've had Giacchino and John Powell do some great scores for Solo and Rogue. But outside that and Ludwig Johansson, some of the some of the scores have been hit and miss, and Kenobi's fine. That main theme, though, and also the one when Obi Wan and Anakin fight at the end, Darth and Ewan, Darth and Hayden. What are they called? Oh. Darth and Obi. I love it. Oh yes, yes. So yeah, there's so much here, mate, that I I do Give like. It's it's just, it's more it. It, yeah into your veins. It's yeah. more the technical stuff, mate, for me. Which I mean, the story beats nah, they can. They can sort those out down the line. It's just some of the technical issues, which I don't think, I think they could have, with another polish up, made some of this look a bit better. Maybe the ships, maybe the blocking, maybe oh, the actual I've, volume. I've, I've you know, mate, not the mentioned colour grading. I know, I saw it, but I was like, I, I won't say anything because I, I know you will, but but there's there's a lot in it. I think for me, I don't I don't mean to be that guy as well, like, you know, just to end my kind of piece. I don't, mm. I don't mean to be that guy who sounds like every YouTuber, but for me, most of the great moments did involve Daddy Vader. You know, him in episode three, when uh, when he screams at Reaver. I know people don't like that, but I thought it was great. Um, where the, the fight at the end, everything about him, like when he when he when when he's dubstepping against Reaver and fighting, you know, everything there, I think Aww. they used him so well. Um, but then Ewan and Leia had great scenes. There's a lot here to unpack. I love so much of it. I, I just can't get over certain other bits. I love when he's like just dodging Reaver's attacks and then he just force nicks her lightsaber. Uh, and her face is like... Oh, cuts damn. in half. And, and mate, my man just chucks her a lightsaber. Yeah, he's like, come goes, on. No, no, no. If we're going to do this, let's do it properly. Come on. Come let's on. restart. Start again. See what you got. And she's just thinking, are you having a laugh? Like this guy. It's, but there's, there's, not going to go the way he, you think. Vader is very, very well portrayed in, yeah, in Kenobi. They were very careful not to mess that up. Um, hopefully, listen, we get more Hayden in Ahsoka. Uh-huh. Um, all in all, this is this all. I, I think my relationship with Obi-Wan Kenobi will change. I think it will change. And I know that there are lots of people that talk about this on, on TikTok. And there are people that are really pushing. I, I think there's a few, one or two very good fan edits of the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series. And I feel like cut, I think. this one, this series could really do with that. Um, I know Matthew Bell said big that he, 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 big boy Bell, he rewatched it in one go. And yep. he was like, and I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it you can nice. overlook a lot of problems it's like watching the extended version of return of the king yeah yeah mate always yeah always, always right um matilda backland queen of sweden Ooh. i love it I, I i loved it then and i still love it 
Uh, Geordie Mando, I enjoyed it when it was on, although I didn't think it was the best live action show we'd had to date. Rewatched it recently and enjoyed it more the first time. Uh, that Geek Andy, still so enjoyable. Uh, Anthony Goodman and Goodman. Kenobi was my most anticipated Star Wars Disney project. It was the only spin off I had to have, not matter what. Uh, no matter what. It's got a few problems, but as with most Star Wars, I loved it. Anyway, uh, he's hoping for a series two as well. There is, there's a lot of people saying, look, Dave Dunn, gold. Danny Fandoms, loved it. Johnny Olive, fantastic. I loved it. Gave me all the emotions. Uh, Emma, loved it. Um, th- there is, I'm, I'm actually a little bit surprised at how much love this got, if I'm being honest. However, it wasn't all that. It wasn't all that. Our mate, Glover, said still happy it happened but recently went for a rewatch and a couple episodes in i dropped off and started watching other things instead it's not got the same rewatchability as mando or Andor. i don't feel like the force is very strong with this one mm. 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 eve <laughs> you know you're gonna get an honest response from me. wasted opportunity is okay. this my boy all in all all in all is this a wasted opportunity from your point of view I think it's wasted potential. I've said that. I've said it a few times, so I'm going to have to agree with Evie Boy there for for the most part. I think uh, it, they, they add, for me, it adds enough for what we got in terms of developing the main characters and their, where we left them off to where we see them next. I just think they could have done more with the story outside of the big two. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I hear you, mate. I hear you. The Phantom Fanboy. Again, oh. you know, it's going to be good. Prepare oh. yourself, mate, boy. Dire. <laughs> as, low, oh, as low as the rise of Skywalker. No <laughs> content, uh, no content or creativity and exploitation of the Star Wars fan base. Corporate Star Wars. I don't allow it in my house. <laughs> <laughs> we've met this guy we allow it fair enough yeah 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 we know we know uh neil says it's a flawed series but overall i'm just happy it happened i love it yeah. mate right what I else, what else? Uh, we got polls as well haven't we mate we did some we polls did, mate. With, i mean like i was just, which I was was just going through the twitter comments mate so many people uh again if i read all of them we'll be here all night but honestly so right, many right. said they loved it they really enjoyed it they want more again to a surprising extent because the understanding you get is oh people thought this was a bit mid but no lots right. of people liked it other people didn't clone creed absolute trash and a waste of time old punk said expected more it was okay but was hoping for great marvin was all right still enjoyed it but wish it had been refined more yeah and Yodik, honestly pretty irrelevant it adds nothing at least nothing lasting to star wars so um, yeah, on Twitter, there were so many people saying how much they really, really, really enjoyed the show. And we did have a poll. We dropped a poll on Twitter. We dropped the same one on Instagram. My boy over there is going to deal with that IG one shortly. But the question was, what's your favourite Star Wars project from the last 12 months in terms of streaming? Bad Batch Season 2 and or Obi-Wan or The Mandalorian Season 3 on Twitter, mate? And or was the runaway winner with 46%. Then Mando with 24 Obi-Wan came in third of 18% and Bad Batch Season 2 scored 11%. So Twitter, they loved Obi-Wan, but not as much as Andor. Instagram, what are they saying? Instagram, 
I th- is this the ro- is this right? We got Andor at forty six percent. That's Instagram. Right. Yeah, forty six percent. Same as Twitter. Obi Wan Kenobi comes second with twenty eight percent. Mandalorian with fifteen percent, and the Bad Batch with eleven percent. But Andor running away up. with it, mate. And listen, I know and I get it. Andor's not everyone's cup of tea. Sometimes it doesn't always feel that Star Warsy. Sometimes it, or oh, I always say, lacks the aliens, throwing a bit more weird. Just, <laughs> yeah, just you know, on, sprinkle, just sprinkle a little bit more Star Warsy into it. Um, but all in all, mate, I, I, it's it's surprising, isn't it? It's surprising looking at it. if you were shown that, yeah. Mm-hmm. A year or two ago, <laughs> you wouldn't believe it, would you? Those polls, uh, not not in a million years of Saturdays or Sundays. I wanted to believe Andor was going to be great. I was banging that drum as well for the longest time, and it was. I know you are. But mate. Come on, I know you. If are. you asked me, I would have said people would probably say Obi Wan, then Mando because it had been established, then mm-hmm. Andor, and I would have assumed Bad Batch would be last. Turns out Bad Batch gave Mando a run for its money from me in terms of story. Um, in the last year, I, I I think oh I think I agree with the Instagram poll more with Andor, Obes, Canobes, Mando, and then Bad Batch. So I may even switch Bad Batch with Mando to be fair. But in terms of those top two, mm-hmm. I'd be quite comfortable putting those there. Interesting, mate. Very very interesting. I've been banging out the Andor soundtrack lately. Absolutely loving it. But that that Obi Wan Kenobi main theme is very 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 special and there are moments in this show that just they they can just make me cry they can make me cry they can make me emotional depending on the day depending on how i feel how i am on the cycle you know and (laughs) they smashed it at times didn't they they smashed out of the time it's not about it they caned it at some points during this show quickly quickly okay over under 60 percent that are they making an obi-wan kenobi series too uh, I, I'm now going to say under. Under. Mm-hmm. A couple of months ago, I would have said over. Now, given what Kathy was saying, I do think it is under. Everyone can say, oh, she's, maybe she's diverting attention. I don't think their focus is on Obi-Wan at the minute. I think under, I'd say, yeah. I'm going to go 40%. It still might be quite high, but I'm going to go 40 What are you, mate? I think it's uh, probably under. <laughs> under 60 percent if they did a season two you know i'd love to see i mean it's it's pretty much impossible but like really lean into that you and mcginnis like mcginnis you mm. and mcginnis yeah like yeah. really age him to the Ali one where you're like oh is that is that is that a, a mcgregor or a guinness yeah i don't know you let me taste yeah, I know you love a Guinness, mate. Yeah. Would you want? Do you think they would do nice an Obi Wan season two, or do you think they would do what a lot of people have said and kind of the path where it's Force users Jedi, and you can then include Inquisitors oh. in that? Do you think? And then you can, and then you can like Chuck Reaver and stuff like that. So, do you think they'd rather do that, or do you think they'd hedge their bets with a season two of Kenobi's? <sighs> that is a tough one. I think they would probably go with a Kenobi. And what Kenobi would you rather? As a, as a name, as a name is is a bigger name. It sells it a lot more easy. I mm-hmm. think I would rather a. It depends. I'd rather if it were Kenobi being done by a different team and director, I would mm-hmm. take it. That's true. Huh? Christopher, I've always said Christopher Nolan. Make Can it a bit imagine? weird. <laughs> Ewan <laughs> with with Liam Neeson getting real weird. But you know, I don't know. I I I think the path, the whole path thing, makes a lot of sense. But mm-hmm. don't just make it because you can. 
Make it because there's a story. Make it have meaning. Make it art. Make it art. That's what we need. I agree, mate. They, we, we, they've shown that they can utilise the path in, in other stories as well. So they're not going to give up on it, mate. For me, I, I would just like to see Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. I don't need to see Vader again. The path sounds interesting, no. though, because you can bring in anyone and everyone you want and tie up a few loose ends and not have to include any of the big players. But don't tell me I'm never going to see you in as Obi-Wan again, mate, because I don't think my heart can handle not seeing that again. Hi, this is Araida Cordova, author of Crash of Fate and the High Republic Convergence, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Ooh, all right, we, we've got all that off our chest now, mate. The only thing that remains is we need to have a drink. We've pulled up the Essex Falcon outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole. It ain't on Dayu. We're not going to tell you where it is. But we are here outside the band scene and the only question that remains, my friend, is... Shall we? Let's do it. Ooh. Ooh. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. Oh, best podcast patreon questions section you love it <laughs> paul mulholland kicks off this week with a cheeky one um it's probably already been asked but which actor living or dead did would you cast in a star war matty boy what are you saying um great question because oh, there's too many to list genuinely because i'd love to see so many people prior to the force awakens i would have said max von sydow um a wonderful wonderful actor but we got him as um lord santeca in the force awakens we got him and then he got sliced down um i'll show you the dark side <laughs> slops him in half um now though remember all the theories kids, all the theories about him i do, do you remember, remember that I remember all of the theories as to who he was or who he wasn't. He was going to be, he was meant to be like an older, um, I can't remember now, uh, an older someone who was related to someone and it's just, he was just a geezer with a map. Uh, so, yep. um, yeah. I'd love to see Gary Oldman in Star Wars. I'd love to see Bill Nighy in Star Wars. I think he'd be a delicious villain. A uh, French actor called Vincent Cassell. I think he's extremely underrated. He, uh, I remember him mainly from Black Swan and a lot of other things. Uh, if you want to know somebody from the past, Judith Anderson. She was in Edge of Darkness, Laura, Rebecca, things like that, Ten Commandments. We spoke about that the other week. Frederick Marsh from Jekyll and Hyde. Jason Miller. I think he would have been great. Father Karras himself. Um, yeah, Max, for Max von Sydow, I would have said. It, it's it's kind of like, show your hand, name, name your actor and... A lot of the time I'll say, yeah, I think they could add an interesting spin. There are some who I would say no to, because similarly to Jack Black, Lizzo, to Kumail Nunjani as well, who I really like Kumail, but it's Kumail, man. It's just Kumail. There are some right. people who I think you are too recognisable, which is why right. if you put Tom right. Cruise or Brad Pitt in, in Star Wars, hey, it would be great, but it's, it's not a character, it's Tom Cruise. Which is why I think, for me, most of those actors, including Gary Oldman, who I've said, I think you can put them in... They're not somebody you can who will be blown away by, like, oh my god, it's Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. But you're taken out of it. So mm-hmm. for me, it's always somebody who is unconventional, who's who can bring the part, who can bring the filth and the fire, but isn't going to take you out of the moment, isn't going to take you out of the scene or the story. So for me, 
any one of those really any one of them I would have said Max von Sydow but any one of those guys and girls I would say but Lukey boy if you could pick anyone alive or dead to be in a war from the stars who are you picking well I've thought of a few and I just oh, yeah. want to bounce off of what you've said and say that yeah I agree you, you, I, I can't stand when they pick actors that you know are, are ridiculously well known yes and still scenes you know and that's the thing with Lizzo and Jack Black in that episode of The Mandalorian <laughs> it just you know it still really really frustrates me it's just because of a f- uh, you know I've said it before though that those roles should have gone for, to, to someone who really needs it I think yep. you know and I, 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 I know I know this business ain't charity yeah I just, I just think you know guys there's a time and a place here's the way around it here's the way around it if you if you have someone who just loves Star Wars get him in you know pay him dirt cheap or whatever you know give him an alien role yeah. give him an re- alien role could you imagine someone like Robin Williams as a Star Wars alien I would love that I would have loved that yeah God bless him Robin Williams yeah that's that's, <laughs> that's, so my, that's well. my first one a second one again I and I think actually this actor could with a bit of makeup or even plain, plain faced or as an mm. alien I actually think could pass if, if you played it right if you did you know in the Rise of Skywalker where John Williams is at the bar and he's like cleaning you know if you put a bit of prosthetic sometimes you lose who that that person is you're yep. like oh what you know I didn't catch that first time Matthew McConaughey I think Matthew oh, McConaughey. Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. He's a king, McConaughey is. Yes. Right. And here's, here is a bit of a random Matthew one. He'd be a smuggler, surely. Go on. But I've got to go to one of the, the arguably the greatest show ever made, The Office, the <laughs> original Office, the best the Office, only. the British one, the UK one, uh, Mackenzie Crook, mate. Mackenzie Crook. <laughs> yes. He'd fit. He's got the unconventional look to him. And he'd fit. He has a galaxy far, far away look. Yeah, yes, he has. He'd, uh, uh, he'd be great, wouldn't he? And <laughs> I, I, I think the UK audience would be like, oh, okay, we know That's who that fun. is. Yeah. But I actually think globally, I'm not so sure. I think people might recognise... He was in Pirates of the Caribbean, He was in right? Pirates, yep. Yeah, he's in but Pirates. You could, you, could mi- you could mix him up a little bit, you know, give him a different haircut. He's older now as well, Yeah, you could... He would be fantastic. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. He would be amazing. But really, go with Matty Boy's answers, because he's the film guy. He's, no, he's better I'd read all of yours, mate. stuff, mate. I'd love to see McConaughey in there but to be fair actually a smuggler would be too obvious for McConaughey you've got to give him something else yeah. well. um, fun fact the, the the John Williams cameo do you know what his character was called in The Rise of Skywalker um one Gilliams no he was called Omar Trez which is an anagram of Maestro J.J. Abrams himself oh. came up with that so love it Maestro love it loves it love it what a lad there appreciate we go. that uh, Paul good question Paulie mate. boy Lad, that was our answers. Paul, you didn't give us yours. Who do you want to see in a Star Wars review with a casting director? Moving on now, Stevie D, Stephen Dayden. He says, lads, I'm finding I'm looking forward to the Ahsoka series more and more now with every new trailer, TV spot, or Same. poster that's released. Same. I think it's because we're not only continuing the journey with characters we know and love, plus a couple of new rogue Jedi slash dark side users slash mercenaries hired by Thrawn. But mostly because mm-hmm. this is from the man in the hats, and hopefully we're going to get some good old-fashioned force law and mysticism. Fingers crossed for more Mortis and the world between worlds. 
So, Matt, Luke, where is your anticipation levels at? Lukey boy, Ahsoka, anticipation, oh. hit me. Well, I believe, I believe, um, spoiler, next week's episode is on Ahsoka, isn't it? I, I think, think so. That's our plan, unless something comes up. I think it is. Is that right? Yeah. I think it, yeah, no, I think it is. Yeah, it is. I think yeah. that's it. If not, um, let's do that anyway. That's, that's our plan. If <laughs> yeah. something comes up, then we will do that. But yes, we do have plans. Yeah, we, um, we can give but, you an idea now, though. Stevie D, Stevie D, we'll give you an idea. Um, it's growing higher and higher every day. The more I think about it, the more I hear about it, the more I've listened to it on other shows or YouTube channels, the more I'm thinking, oh, yeah, this is a bit cheeky, isn't it? This is, I think that, I think this is going to be a big deal. And I think this narratively is going to tell more story and provide more context to that Filoni film than we realise, you know, in the whole state of the Mandoverse. I think this is going to pack more of a punch. This is going to be a bit more like, narratively, um, for, the, for, the, for the bigger picture, like Mando Season 2, as opposed to Mando Season 3. It's going to give mm-hmm. us more. And also, you know, I've got the latest Empire magazine. It. I haven't got it yet. The cover alone, the cover alone, you know, I saw this. We, we, we were like in Tesco the other day getting some cheeky beerios and snacks for, before the football game. And, uh, I saw this and I was like, come on. You'll come and over me, love. I was like, come on. Fight. Yeah, I'll get that for next mate, week boy. as well, mate. That's it. <laughs> Add that. <laughs> Add that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sean, James, that one's oh. for you. I'll pick that up next week. It's, it's, I'm thoroughly impressed. Uh, Stevie D, if you want a heads up for next week's episode, if you want to keep up with it, try and pick up this week's, uh, this month's Empire magazine. We're going to be diving into this a wee bit and also trailers and stuff. But I can tell you right now, Stevie D, the anticipation is high. It is very, very high. There you go. Matty boy, anticipation, uh, Matty boy, anticipation levels at 10 right now. What are you saying? Out of ten, uh, seven and a half, no eight. I'm going to go eight actually, because to be honest, because okay. it is a new Star War. In, in all honesty, mate, I am looking forward to it, but I'm more excited to see the Rebels gang than I am actually to see Ahsoka. I can't wait to see Sabine, Hera, Ezra, Ezra Bridger, Chopper, Ghost, um, and whoever else. Hopefully Zeb. And I know they're not going to be the focus. I doubt they're going to be in every episode. Maybe even half. Maybe even less. I, I, I don't know. That's not coming from any source. But they're not going to be in all of them. I'm more excited to see them and the continuation of their story because I'm more that interests me more. I like the character of Ahsoka. I've said it ad nauseum on the show. I've just yep. grown on me an awful lot now, but I am more interested in seeing what those guys are up to. I think you know Ray Stevenson. I think he looks great. I think um, I can't yeah. remember her name now. Ivana, the, the female inqui- uh, sorry, Dark Jedi Inquisitor. We don't have Grey Jedi there. That's cringe. So I think she looks great. You know, she looks prop. She looks mental. I love it. She looks genuinely just like completely crazy. I'm here for it. Uh, I think they look cool. I'm interested in that. The Thrawn angle, yes. You know, obviously they yes. don't mention they don't mention Thrawn or anything in the ST, but I'm sure Dave will find a way of squeezing in. And the man in the hat part worries me a little bit because it's a, we're talking about. I'm not saying out of their depth per se, say, but we're talking about Ray giving a huge series to somebody who's never done a series before like, yeah they've done she's done animation and not to negate that impact but as we've always said you know this live action this is the big leak now this is a huge show now yeah, and it's how how is it how has he, what, has he got the chops to pull it off and oh, I think he has because they've just given him a film 
think I, I, I think we're going to be surprised, mate. Some of the stuff you hear, like I think it could be. I think Empire. I think put it. I think it could be. Um, you know, trying to divert us the wrong way, like Inquisitors, and I'm like, dude, Inquisitors should have died out before Episode Four. Don't, don't do that. Even the whole Thrawn thing, I'm a bit like, I don't really need that this close to the sequels, but fine, whatever. It's I, I, sometimes I find Dave goes back to the will of ideas that's created by the people or in collaboration with rather than something new i want i just you know i'm looking forward to seeing him do the mando first so he's dealing with more characters but i am excited for it the story i'm excited for it from what we know from what we know from people who've worked on the show they have said it's outrageously good without any bias they said it is bonkers good so that excites me and i am looking forward to seeing rosario i think she's great as ahsoka uh yeah anticipation probably about an eight and again i know i just sound a little bit neg then but it's an eight out of ten I think if they land this, which I think they can do, it could be incredibly good. It's just we do have an untested director and at the helm, so right. Um, I, I want to see how well oh, he does to, with the character to, he loves to a, to a certain extent. In live First. action, I mean, in, and, and to this audience as well. The Re- mm. Rebels and Clone Wars had big viewership, but you've got to imagine Ahsoka's going to have a lot more, and and the pressure is on his shoulders now as well. Isn't they more so than it would have been on Rebels at or whatever? The pressure's on because Disney and, and KK, Kathy Kennedy, they're gonna be they're gonna want this to be a hit, they, they're gonna want this to blow the doors down. And it doesn't matter if you're Dave Filoni, you're John Favreau, you're Steven Spielberg, you're gonna be held to the same level. Mm-hmm. We're giving you a show, same with Mangold and Sharmina Bajanoy of their films. You know, they're gonna just because you're in, they're gonna expect you to nail this. Mm-hmm. And with Dave, I have faith that he's going to give us some great lore and great Star Wars mysticism. We're going to get so many cool little moments. You know, it's just things around it, like the technical side of it. Um, I just hope it. I hope he can nail it because I think Dave's a great guy, and I really want him to win this. Uh, yeah. So yeah, here's hoping, mate. But looking forward to it. Looking forward. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me read to the Empire con- Mag first. To be continued. Hundred percent. To be continued. To be continued. That mag might change my mind, mate. In theory. In theory. Listen, listen. We got we got another one. We mentioned him already. Another. Matt Chitty. What a lad. What a ledge. He says, "Hi guys. Do you think Hu Yang would appear in James Mangold's Dawn of the Jedi movie? It is Hu Yang, isn't it? From yes. Clone Wars." Yeah, right. The droid. He goes on to say, then in Ray's Jedi new movie as a connection, he would have 25,000 years of Jedi knowledge as well as the texts so Ray can shape a new Jedi order. I think this is a cheeky question. I've seen it hovered around on the interwebs. Matty boy, let me throw it over to you. Hu Yang, is he, where's where's he showing up, mate? Where's he showing up? Do you know how old Hu Yang is? He, he's mad old, isn't he? He is about 25,000 years old, right? He's 25,020 years old. So give or take in the Mangold story, he'll, he'll be being assembled or he'll be 20 years old, which is weird for a joy. So he, it's, it's very, ob- it's very ob- obvious that that 20 years means something. 25,020 years. That's coming from me on Wikipedia, so it could be changed at any that, moment. Ain't, yeah, ain't, ain't, ain't that been clarified recently? Isn't Probably, that the yeah, case? I'm, it's from the timelines. timelines book or something. I'd like to get that. It sounds pretty fit. Um, but again, in five years' time, it will be different because there'll be so many Mate, new in, things out that in, in, be, in, there'll be new timelines. But in two I months' think there's time, a, in two in, months' yeah, time, yeah. Once we get Ahsoka, it'll be different. Uh, I think there's a good chance, mate, because fans went nuts when he was in the Ahsoka trailer, uh, and they really did. People, it was like the old Leo DiCaprio meme. People dug it. 
Um, and again, 20, he's 25,000 years old. They've said Mangold's film was 25,000 years ago. He's uh, primarily a lightsaber technician, if I remember rightly. He helps the younglings make their lightsabers. And yep. One of Hondo's pirates <laughs> cut his head off, which was hilarious in the Clone Wars, and they put it back together. So I, I think it would be fun, mate. I really do think it'd be fun if Hu Yang was this weird kind of connective, connective tissue. This, this fella from the Clone Wars ends up being in Dawn of the Jedi, Ahsoka, later on of the new Jedi I think it could be a fun connective tissue because he could just be there in the background spitting a bit of wisdom doesn't have to be he's not like a new, the new 3PO but I think there's a very good chance you could see him in both what about you mate yeah. I I would love that I think it would be a really smart way of con- being a connecting tissue of the Disney kind of plus shows Ahsoka Dave Filoni's film uh, the, the Mangold film Dawn of the Jedi film and the new Jedi Order how cool would that be how cool would that be I didn't think about the Clone universe, yeah little bit of connectivity between all of them because we know he's going to we, we know he's in Ahsoka he's in the Ahsoka trailer so you know you, 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 uh, it would be superb Matt realistically I don't think it's going to happen because creative 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 from a creative perspective <laughs> so, so, error error 404 error 404 <laughs> I'm like try it again Luke try it again Luke try it again Luke nah, the red nah, eyes in nah, nah. <laughs> I, I, I think it could hinder creative you know trying yeah. to write a story in there thinking oh let me let me get Huyang in there you know it's got to come naturally yeah, this, and at the end of the day he's, he's a Filoni character makes sense of Filoni's reusing him in Ahsoka um <laughs> We'll see, Matt. It's a a cheeky one. Could be magic. We'll see. Uh, But I doubt it. Great question, mate. Appreciate it. Yes, mate. Great question. We want your answer. We want everybody's answers to all of those questions. To Matt Shitty's question, to Stephen Dayden's question, and to Paul Mulholland Drive's question as well. Give us your answers. We hope you enjoyed our answers. We're going to be jumping on one of them again next week by the sounds of it, so keep your ears peeled for that one. But, however, we're going to have to call it a night. Bartender... Sorry about the mess. But that brings an end to our time here in the Bantina. We'll be back again, same time again next week to cause trouble in the Bantina. Bantina, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. And your mum. It's the Star Wars Sessions game. Game. yes here we are we're back again with the game luke and myself we've been sitting here for an hour and a half it's hot we're sweaty it but is we hot. always end on a star wars themed game we always alternate who's responsibility responsible for hosting i am this week luke do you want to know what you're playing this week mate yeah. <laughs> on that note <laughs> yeah mate, we're playing a, i've got some questions for you it's a quiz based on the obi-wan kenobi show i think i've got six questions maybe seven i can't count Excellent. based on the show but it isn't necessarily oh who said this who said that you want to know what the questions are mate you ready well, oh come on let's do it let's do it why not why yeah, not come on, let's do it. you're calling me the godfather dj hit the music my man here we go in re- in real life in real life in obi-wan kenobi how many years younger was ewan mcgregor compared to sir alec guinness in a new hope 
Oh my word. Um, I think 26. So you think you were 26 years younger than Alec Guinness was? I think, no, that can't be right. Uh, 32. I'll go 32. Do you think he was 32 years younger? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to know the answer, uh, mate? Ewan, Ewan McGregor was 32 yep. years younger than Alec Guinness, right? You think, so, okay, yeah, so so in 2020, well, when, the, when the show was aired in 2022, how much younger was Al, uh, Ewan McGregor to Alec Guinness? I'm, I'm scared now. I've Hang on. Have I mapped this up? I probably have, but I'll go with it. Let, no, th- 30, 36. I'll go 36. Why 36. not? Right. Yeah, go on. Well, Lock. When Sir, in, Sir, in, in A New Hope, when Sir Alec Guinness was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. He was uh, 61 years old, believe it or not. When Ewan McGregor appeared in Obi-Wan Kenobi, he was 51 years old. There's a 10-year age gap, mate. So when we see you, uh, Alec Guinness in A New Hope, what? he's only 10 years older than our boy Ewan. And actually, do you know what? The Obi-Wan show takes place 10 years before A New Hope, so lines up quite nicely what yeah old boy Sir Alec looks box. old as balls but he isn't I thank you mate well beautifully described I think that yeah I got that wrong on both sides in my head interesting oh. you've got a chance to redeem yourself mate you got a few redeem you ready redeem redeem me I don't like redemption arcs in Star Wars but I do like on a session here we go in June 2020 during an interview Ewan said that he wanted a series to actually be called what Oh, um, flaming heck. Uh, that sounds familiar. That sounds like something we reported on. Obi Kenobi. Obi Kenobi. <laughs> oh, just Kenobi, sorry. Jedi. Um, Je- right, yeah. Uh, Jedi's Journey. He wanted Jedi's to be Journey. He, oh, I just thought, call it Jedi's Journey. <laughs> yeah. In episode three, he never says Revenge of the Sith, he just calls it episode three. You're going to go Jedi's <laughs> yeah. Journey. Uh, it's wrong, but yeah, go on. It Put is me wrong. Out of uh, Put me he out said of he wanted it to be called "Hello There." Uh, it wasn't a serious th- uh, interview. Don't yeah, you? I got you. I got <laughs> yeah. you. You're, you're getting interested. That makes bro. sense. That makes way more sense. Go on. What's next? <laughs> Jedi journey. Next one. So the show Obi Wan Kenobi premiered on May the twenty sixth, twenty twenty two. Which Star Wars actor would have would have turned one hundred the next day? The day after the show premiered, which would have turned 100? Which Star Wars actor would have... They would have turned 100 years old the day after the show premiered. um, Peter Cushing. You going to go find answer? Yeah. It's good, but it's not right. Damn. Sir Christopher Lee. You're in the same ballpark, mate. Best mates in real, real life. That would have a horror buddies. I thought you were going to get it then, but to be fair, Peter Cushion ain't a bad shout. Could have no, been. No, that's a good... Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. All right, here we go. Okay, we, okay we're not out of three. We, we can get this. Here we go. This is a bit more on, on, on brand. What was the colour scheme of Ned B? What was his colour scheme? There was, there's two colours. Yellow and blue. Oh, I'm going to give you that. Yeah, it's tan and blue, according to the official Rubbish. sources, but I'm going to give you that, mate. Tan and blue. Lukey Boy is off the mark. 25% completion right here. We, Colours, you can still, there we go. You can still get this, mate. You can Colours. still get 50%. <laughs> yeah, he loves the colour. Right, here we go. <laughs> what was the name of the pilot who was Sully's mate that was shot down on Nur? 
Sully shouts the name. Oh, oh no, I know this. (laughs) It's something like Ollie or something stupid. (laughs) Um, Ben! (laughs) It's um, Jamie. Wade. Wade! Oh, my voice cracked. Yeah, it was Wade. Yeah, it was. Yes. Yeah, Sully and Wade. Do you remember those characters? You must do. Everyone does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The rewatch helped, of course. But yes. (laughs) Yes. It's Wade. You're like, oh, right. And everyone's really sad. And you're like, yeah. Who was that? Who? Yeah. I mean, obviously, someone died. It's sad. But yeah. Well, it it weighed heavily on their shoulders, isn't it, mate? You know. Oh. Oh, Oh. come on. Oh, I'm so I'm so sorry. Sully, I knew, because it's my Ruskin. So good. Oh, it's, oh, it's so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I won't do any more bad dad jokes. Uh, so no, like two it. out of five, like mate. There's a time and a place. This is the I'll time and a place. Two more. Two more. In I'll the show. Which is a bigger place. Which is a bigger place. In the show. Which, is, which, is, a, which is a type of fish. <laughs> or a bigger fish. <laughs> well, a place. Uh, <laughs> a, do you know what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I once had a, a place, place in a chippy in Essex and it's bigger you. than the plate. It was massive. I'll I'm give you that, mate. That one. Thanks, oh, you mate. do that. Joke. We've had two bad dad jokes in the space of a minute. Yeah, you should be putting us on Patreon for you guys. Yeah, lucky. Here we go, mate. In the show, yep. Obi Wan Kenobi, we saw four Inquisitors: the Grand Inquisitor, mm-hmm. the Fifth Brother, the Third Sister. Who was the other? Hang on. With say it again. We saw four had... Inquisitors. Yeah, the Grand we Inquisitor, saw... the Fifth yep. Brother, the yep. Third Sister. What was the name of the other yep. one? Or their designation. No, she's Reba. the third sister. She's the third oh, sister. Oh, the, the the one with the tendrils. Yeah, the one of the, the uh, loaf. You remember her? The that is the second sister. No, it's not. It's not second sister. Oh, or is remembered. it? Or is it? No, it's not. It's the fourth sister. You going for that one? Are you? Uh, this is a shot in the dark, lads. I can't lie. Mate, your aim ain't bad. It's the third sister. No, we've already said that third sister. It's the fifth sister. Well, no, no. I think I think you should stick with one you just said. Fourth sister, which is. (laughs) I'm going to put you back. It's the fourth sister. It is the fourth sister. What I meant all along. It it is that one. Yes, second sister. I think you said your aim's. The way you said it, I was like, you're like your aim's good. I was like, your I aim's mean, very good. The four, the I saw four those, little, those, those little Hudson eyes. Beady eyes like, going oh, all gorgeous. Do I need to move it slightly? No, no. no you are right. Oh. The fourth sister. You've got three out of, I don't know, six. That's half 50%, mate. You've clawed it back. This Ow. one is to get a bit of respectability, mate. Excellent. No, you've already got that. So final one. People According know I've to, not got... Oh. You'd make... Oh. Trust me, you're doing fine. <laughs> but you've got to get this one. <laughs> If you don't, you owe me a chai latte. According to Samba TV, how many viewers watched the finale over its first five days? You know, you, you give or take here. How many viewers watched the Obi-Wan what? finale over its first five days? I'll give yeah, it to I you a, bit, that these, a little bit. I mean, I mean, all of this stuff's all of this stuff's a little bit sus, especially when talking Disney's about shots in the dark. No, yeah. <laughs> don't take this the wrong way, Disney. But we know you're making all this stuff up because they were like when Falcon and the Winter Soldier came out. Do you remember? They were like, "This is the biggest opening we've ever had for a show." Yeah. It's like, no, no, it's not. And then, and then no, it changes each lying. one. You say yeah. it every time something new comes out. You're like, "This is our biggest opening." No, it's That's not. It. I didn't it's mind not. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's fine. Me too. One of my favourite right. Marvel shows, actually. Um, I've just been, I've just been like, 
One billion. <laughs> One billion. <laughs> yeah. One billion. No, I'm going to say, I mean, I mean, what, you know, what do you say to something like this? I mean, 10? 10 million? I don't even know what's good or bad. I have no idea. 10 million. Why not? You know yeah. 10 million? Why not? I'm going to tell you the answer, mate. I have no context. No, so no. I'm just shotting I'll, in the dark again. I'll give you one more chance. It ain't 10 million. It is a fair bit less than 10 million. Include right. the word million, it's but it's a fair bit less. Excellent. Three chance. million. Why not? No, two million. I'll go two million. Ooh, two million is not a bad... I'm going to give you that, mate. Because the answer is apparently 1.8 million. That could be 1.89, close to 1.9. Round it up. Remember what Hans said? You round it up this time. 1.8 million, mate. Uh, according to Samba TV, watched the finale over its first five days. So I'll give you that. Where, so do I, did I get that right? Yes, I'm going to give it to you because it's close enough. Where where did the 200,000 come from? Yeah. Where did it come from? <laughs> the emails. Two, yeah. <laughs> 200,000 200, views. Where did they come from? And they said they got it right. Where did it come from? It, 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 it was the biggest ever. Tremendous, tremendous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's Disney. That's Disney. Yeah. Biggest <laughs> that opening ever. Yeah. Actually, that one doesn't Bigly. surprise me, though. I could believe that. Uh, I guess that's big. Like you say, content, I'm not sure on context particularly. I know sure. box office I'm numbers. Sure I don't know viewership numbers. Because when you it compare it to like YouTube, when you compare it to like YouTube, that doesn't seem nothing. Like it's nothing. Some really? of the stuff my daughter watches, which is absolute dross, people making rubbish crafts, gets like 10 million viewers in a day. Uh, that old Fred so, Mills, mate. Some of some of old Fred Adia Mills has made bigger videos. Big boy. Beefcake Fred Mills gets more got more views than Obi-Wan is in its first five days. There you go, yep. Disney. Go check out Fred Mills. You want a new I hero? I think all this stuff's... I think a lot of this stuff's, though, like... Who it's said that again? Who, who, uh, that was yeah. Samba TV. And again, they're fairly... They're, like Nielsen, they're respected in the industry, but it is ballpark for the most part, isn't it? Because... What, what's that based on? Is that based on watching 30 seconds, the whole show, 10 minutes, 5 minutes? It's, right. You know, it's, there's metrics and variables which change, so it's an guesstimate, isn't it? Yeah. Probably a fairly well-educated I, one, but it's a guesstimate. They have such an awful interface on Disney+. Plus. There is, like, zero algorithm. They need yeah, like an algorithm to tell you what to watch. They have such an impressive back catalogue that just mm-hmm. goes unnoticed. It's yeah. crazy. It's, it's, it's cr- like, because you watched The Little Mermaid, here's Alien. So no, those two don't correlate whatsoever. We did. Oh, it's just random, mate. It's it's the most... Oh, it drives me on the wall. It but, is what it is. But you did well. You did quiz, mate. Chip, got I'll take that. Over 50%, we'll call it. Let's just... In the end of the day, no one's counting. You've got over 50%. You did really well, mate. That I is win. this week's game. I win. You so, do? Would you win? Well, if you want. You can go to LFCC next month. How about that? We're going LFCC, lads. Get your tickets. Tim Morrison's going to be there and a load of other people. It's going to be great. Yes, we're going to be there as well. Come visit us, but we'll talk about that more as we get closer to the event. However, we're now 208 episodes down of Star Wars sessions, but the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywater? Uh, they can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk search for us on Twitter Instagram Facebook TikTok anywhere on social media just search Star Wars Sessions and you'll find us there send us an email or a voice note to hello there 
at starwarssessions.co.uk. Don't forget about the Patreon, guys. Less than a cup of coffee gets you in the club. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Please consider it if you can afford it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, do what he said. Or continue to do what you're doing now for free and just listen. That supports us an awful lot as well. Or leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice. Like Lukey Boy said, we know you're out there. We know you're listening. Those numbers aren't adding up. Make them add up. Spotify, do it. It takes five seconds. Please, those five stars, they genuinely do help the show grow. It gets new listeners in, gets us up the algorithm, all those rankings and leagues, and it's another way for us to hear from more of you each and every week. And please tell your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your nearest assistant droid tell your Ewok tell your cousin the more the merrier the castle spicier yes tell your nearest Wampa because he had the right idea living on Hoth it's cold there now this is the podcast you're looking for so until next time from me see ya and from Luke may the force be with you always Luke yuck you hang I knew it <laughs> you hang did what, you know Luke? it yeah, oi, you hang your gonna, suit, mate. Whoa, 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 be rich and you'll be dead.